have you ever had a concern or a thought or an idea for your business that's driven you wild like an itchy mosquito bite? You've thought about it so much that it stopped you from taking action? Listen up, this is the episode for you. Hello, this is Lucy Orton positive psychology coach and your go-to expert on all things self-sabotage and procrastination. I help women like you become productive CEOs of their own businesses so that they can leave their corporate job once and for all and make their side hustle a full-time main earner. This is the Resign and Shine podcast and I am super excited as ever to share today's episode with you. So before I start, if you do want to discuss any of the content in today's program or any previous podcasts, just to remind you, you can book a call with me and the details and the link is in the show notes. So today's episode of Resign and Shine is going to be all about one of my favourite topics. It's a really huge one when it comes to honing and maintaining and really excelling in your business mindset. And and we know how important mindset is in terms of growing our business. So it's a really, really key one. I want you to be able to create the exact life that you want. And to do that, you need to be moving forward in your business all the time, every single day. And one of the biggest saboteurs I come across with my clients, and I've experienced it myself in my own life and in my own business, is something called obsessive thinking. And that's what I'm referring to when I talk about that mosquito bite feeling, something that will not go away. And even when we do scratch it, it doesn't really help. So it's something that we really need to keep in check if we want thriving, successful, purpose-led businesses that are the main success story in our own life and not something that is It's just another aspect that we have to juggle alongside our real, in inverted commas, job. So I have four areas to talk to you about today, and they are going to be, what is obsessive thinking? I'm just going to talk to you briefly an overview about what obsessive thinking is and how that manifests specifically in purpose-led business owners. So that will be our first area. Secondly, I'm going to talk about in a balanced way that it's not all bad, that some obsessive thinking can actually be helpful. So we'll have a brief discussion there of why obsessive thinking has a good side, which might sound kind of counterproductive to the whole episode in general, but bear with me, it's really interesting to think of it from that angle. Thirdly, I'm going to be talking to you about how obsessive thinking can behave like a mosquito itch and how It can damage your business if you spend all day scratching that itch. And finally, I'm going to be talking to you about what to do instead of scratching the itch. So how to deal with obsessive thinking in a way which will help grow your business, will help get you into your purpose-led role faster, and will help you defeat saboteurs such as procrastination and, and other examples. Okay, let's get cracking. 
What is obsessive thinking? You've probably got an idea from the words obsessive and thinking that it's something to do with our thought processes and that it's when we go maybe round and round. I like to think of it like circling the plug hole on a particular issue. Obsessive thinking is what happens when we have a strong urge to really overthink every single decision, every conversation, every event, every thought really in our own lives. And it can really get quite difficult. It can involve really ruminating and over brooding on even the smallest things. And it can allow these ideas, thoughts, negative kind of connotations to take on a life of their own and can stop us moving forward in certain areas of life. Now, it can be useful, and I will talk about that later, but often it can be really, really detrimental. Now, you will have probably seen the memes floating around about waking up in the night and playing through every mistake and awkward scenario we've ever been through in our whole lives at 3am. And that really is very, very common kind of experience for people who, who veer towards the obsessive thinking trait. In my experience, purpose-led business CEOs or those that are working towards that role and who are really wanting to put their business front and centre in their own lives often have these amazing giant brains that kind of work on lots of levels that work very fast and can kind of drill down through problems very quickly. And they also tend to have this trait. It tends to go hand in hand because that's how they've got to where they are. That's how they've been able to multitask through working a job and building a business. That's what's given them that drive. So it is really, really common in purpose-driven business owners and business CEOs to have a tendency towards obsessive thinking. But it can also end up being their own worst, they can end up being their own worst enemy and they can end up finding that that obsessive brain is working against them, not for them. And that's something I always really want to turn the tables on. Let's get that brilliant brain of yours in your court at all times, in your corner and really, really working for you. So let's shift on to the, because it's kind of a nice segue, into why there are some good things about obsessive thinking before I kind of drill into why I don't really want you to go down that rabbit hole too much. So many of the greatest minds in the world have had this obsessive trait, and that is how they have solved fantastic problems, created amazing inventions, and got stuff done, because they have been like a dog with a bone about the particular issue that makes them passionate, that they want to change, and that they want to impact, uh, they want to have impact in the world. And this is probably true of you too. Your obsessive thinking may well have helped you get to where you are at this point. And I'm a really firm believer in looking at what's worked in the past and kind of thanking yourself for that, Not certainly not berating yourself for it at all, because it got you to this point. But also I am super keen on looking at how you can use new knowledge to improve and maybe change and adapt things going forward so that you can use that brilliant brain of yours that I talked about a a second ago to its optimum capacity and to really get it working for you rather than against you. And some of the ideas that you are obsessing about within your business are likely to be fabulous ideas. They're likely to be really, really good. 
But what's not so good is when we get stuck in inaction. So we need to find the best parts of your obsessive thinking and we need to use those to move forward and take away some of the elements of obsessive thinking which are really, really not serving you right now. So when we overthink, it can be really, really negative. It can really be detrimental to us. And that is why I liken it, and I'm going to talk about this now for this section, to a mosquito itch, because it can really damage you if you spend all day scratching it. So if you think about a mosquito itch, you get bitten on holiday, it's bloody annoying, and you think, I really hate this, and I just want it to go away. But instead, you keep fiddling, picking at it, and scratching at it, and making yourself feel worse, and you end up with a bloody mess. Often our thinking can be like this with other areas of our lives. So there may be something that's been said to you that's made you worried, that's made you uh, resist doing something. And if you go over and over and over that again in your head and you keep scratching at it, you're not going to necessarily solve the problem, but you are going to make yourself feel worse or or you're going to make yourself stuck in inaction. So that is a kind of real metaphor for me that works and, and really resonates with lots of my clients. When you find yourself stuck in some kind of thinking pattern that you know isn't serving you, imagine that mosquito itch. And I'm always telling my husband off for this because when he does get bitten, he just scratches until it is raw. Whereas I try and think, okay, (laughs) I'm not enjoying this feeling of being um, itchy and bothered, but I know that I'm going to make it 10 times worse. And instead I'm going to put some cream on it and then try and leave it alone. So another reason that this obsessive thinking, this mosquito itch of over uh, worrying about something can be so negative to purpose-led business owners in, in particular is it can lead to procrastination central. So it might lead you to obsess and obsess without making any actual progress forward. And also it drains you of energy because you're just worrying and, and thinking all the time instead of getting stuff done. And this kind of obsessive thinking leading to procrastination can exhibit itself in many different ways. It might be whilst you're choosing a new technology platform for your business. It might be whilst you're choosing who you're going to work with or how you're going to delegate elements of your business to somebody else. And instead of actually doing this, instead of working with people or getting some actual paid help, you end up just thinking about it and worrying about it and maybe thinking that it could go wrong or that it's not the right thing to do or how many times a week would I need to do that and how long will it go on for and all those kind of um, ideas that go through our heads without actually setting down, sitting down and making a plan. And it can also impact on us in terms of our relationships and the people that we associate with in our business in our, in, and in our wider lives. We can end up obsessively thinking and worrying about what the wrong people might be thinking. So this can often be an issue for clients of mine when they're thinking about pricing their products. They start to worry about what their auntie might be might think if they were to price in a certain way and it holds them back. And that again, that level of obsessive thinking should be nipped in the bud. And I'll talk about some top tips I have for doing that in in just a moment. So when we think about obsessive thinking as a negative, having a negative impact on your business, another area I think obsessive thinking 
it really, really harms us is in terms of confidence and self-esteem. It can become kind of part of that negative chatter that I talk about with my clients where that inner monologue becomes very, very harmful to us actually. And it, it, it forms a kind of pessimistic picture. And often when we obsessively think, we don't tend to obsessively think about things going right. We tend to obsessively think and lean towards the negative. So we play out how things could go wrong. We maybe also play out that if I make this decision, what about all the other decisions I'm letting go of or I'm not going with? You know, maybe they would have been better. And this can be incredibly unhelpful. And I I talk about this a lot myself, which is that we really need to be in our A game as business owners and people. We need to have a positive mindset mostly. You know, I'm not saying every day is roses and, and rainbows and unicorns. But overall, our mindset needs to be really healthy and really resilient and also reflective. But it doesn't want to veer negative too much of the time because that is going to really suffocate our growth. And, you know, I've talked in the past as well about the entrepreneurship journey being like a roller coaster. When we add in too much obsessive thinking that veers negative into the mix, we can start to feel nauseous on that ride, you know, to continue the metaphor. We can start to feel like this isn't actually worth it. I'm feeling worried and anxious all of the time. And often when we scratch at that mosquito itch of obsessive thinking, it can end up linking into other self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviours. So it can often link into something which is called catastrophizing, realising or expecting or imagining that there's going to be a worst case scenario. And that's, you know, somewhere where we really want to put a stop to obsessive thinking before it drifts into that arena and into that other area of self-sabotage. Another way we can be really obsessive is when we are being very perfectionist. And perfectionism is another of my huge favorite topics and something I really like to work on with my clients and reduce, 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 <laughs> making me sound like I'm super messy and super slack. And I'm, I'm not at all. But perfectionism, it's a topic for another podcast, but it can be hugely detrimental to your business success. And it really does link in with that obsessive thinking when we're kind of tweaking and worrying about a minor detail, perhaps of a graphic or maybe an offer, sometimes it's worth stepping back and thinking, am I obsessing because I'm trying to reach a perfect ideal which doesn't exist? As I have said, more than the general population, as a purpose-led business CEO, we really need to be on top of our mindsets and bringing our best game every day to the, the fore. Now, getting bogged down in obsessive thinking, as I've just described, is one of the top saboteurs that I see. And it's importantly, it's one of the leading causes of procrastination. You know, like if you don't do any mindset work on this, if you don't think about what you can do to change how your thinking patterns are generally developing as as the days and weeks and months go on, then it can really stop you meeting your business goals and dreams and leave you stuck in procrastination, distracted by the wrong tasks and not making fast progress or important progress towards your dream. So, you know, if you're someone who's finding obsessive thinking a particular issue and if you're constantly itching and you're struggling to get past procrastination so that you can move out of that day job and into your business role and you want some extra accountability, some 
some extra tips and insight and support with that, then do make sure, again, you give me a call. The link, as ever, is in the show notes. Okay, so for the final part of today's podcast on obsessive thinking, I'm going to give you some of my best tips and ideas about what you can do instead of scratching that itch. And I do think one of the very best things you can do is recognize when you're doing it. Recognizing obsessive thinking for me was a massive game changer. I could think, ah, I'm going down a rabbit hole here and it's not going to help me. I've seen how this plays out before and this is not going to be a brilliant outcome. So yeah, just recognizing it first and foremost is one of your top tools in defeating the negative impacts of obsessive thinking. Now, one of the other things I like to do in terms of the good or helpful obsessive thinking is I like the word percolate. So like a lovely coffee, I like to leave myself with ideas and that they can be ideas that are worrying me or they can be ideas which are exciting me. And sometimes the ideas have a bit of both in them, I must say. And what I do when I percolate is I park something and I think, I'll sleep on that. Maybe I'm not literally sleeping on it. I might go for a walk. I might go for a swim. I might just close it out of my head for a couple of days. And I let the ideas percolate without my constant attention on them. Because I think sometimes when we're making decisions about business, percolation is really, really key. It's different if you're looking to buy a new speaker. Um, And then it's kind of a bit clearer. You go on Amazon, you read 29 million reviews and you look at your price point and you come down on the exact speaker that is perfect for the sound quality you want. It's sort of a bit more black and white. But with our business ideas, it's more complicated. It's not as cut and dried. And actually, sometimes we get to better ideas when we stop looking at it, when we stop delving in so deep and we just get on with other tasks, we can come to fantastic, fantastic solutions and, and, and have a real brainwave, really. So the percolation tip is my other really, really important one. Now, one of the things that you can also do, as I kind of hinted on at the beginning, is you can stop yourself in your tracks. If you Once you've started to recognise, ah, I'm going down obsessive thinking, and this is a particularly unhelpful, you know, thought uh, rabbit hole I'm going down, you can stop yourself. And sometimes this might mean just getting up, doing something different, moving from where you are, changing your task to something else, talking to someone, sending a text message, something that really disrupts your thinking patterns and gets you into a more positive and more productive state of mind. And again, this can you can even use obsessive thinking as a procrastination tool. You can think, right, I'm obsessively going down this rabbit hole, but let me think about what I really need to be doing right now and let me eat that first bit of the frog. Let me do that very first step so that I can get on with it. And then you'll find that those obsessive thoughts will dissipate and you can kind of leave it on the back burner for a little while. Now, the other thing you can do, and I really, really like this, is that you can ask yourself a question. You can say, is what I'm thinking about right now helping me in this moment? So if you're obsessively thinking about buying a speaker and you need that speaker for the next morning, then yes, obsessively think away because that is really, really helpful to you right now. But often the answer to that is, no, this isn't helpful right now. It's not urgent. It's not kind of a a bleeding neck issue. I can stop this. It's not going to affect me. And the second part of that question is you can say, is this obsessive thinking helpful to future me? If the answer is no, then you can give yourself full permission to park it and do something else to busy your mind or to get, you know, make action in your business. 
I do also offer a further suggestion to some of my clients who say, oh, I've got this particular thing and I can't stop thinking about it. I've got a major problem at work or I've got a major issue in my personal life. I some but but I can't resolve it. You know, it's not something I there's a there's an easy solution over. I give people the idea that they could maybe write it down and physically throw it in the bin. If it's something that they just can't solve right now, but it's getting into their headspace and it's stopping them moving on with other activities and other thought processes, write it down and physically throw it away. And you can even be kind of dramatic about this and take it out to the wheelie bin or whatever you have if you don't have a wheelie bin take it to your trash can or, or whatever. And I find that personally really, really helpful because you visualize it, you, you screw it up and you say to yourself, I'm making a commitment not to obsessively worry and think about this right now. And another tip I have is to recognize and embrace curiosity. So when you're feeling curious about something, but it's not upsetting you, it's not kind of bogging you down or making you lost in inaction, then embrace it. But if it's unhelpful and you're ruminating and you're making yourself feel negative or stressed or stuck, then that's when you know it's it's part of the obsessive thinking that is not helping you. If it's more linked to curiosity, then the chances are it's something really exciting and it can go on the back burner and go into that percolation zone that we talked about before. And finally, When we think about obsessive thinking, overthinking, veering towards negative obsessing and inaction, which is what often comes out of all of those things, then we really are talking about procrastination by a different name or in a slightly different way when it comes to being a purpose-led business owner and trying to get that business really flying. So use strategies that help you get out of procrastination. Work on ways to make decisions faster, bring in more modes of accountability in your working and in your business, and make positive, decisive actions, even if they're not perfect, even if there might be 12 other solutions that you could have chosen instead. And really think this is the right decision for now and it can always be changed. I don't need to obsessively wonder and ruminate on this. Instead, I can move into action. And kind of action, I would say, is the enemy of obsessive thinking because it's about actually doing things and giving stuff a try and really having that sort of testing mentality that, well, I'll give it a go. Rather than sitting and worrying about it for three years, I'm going to give it a go now. And if it doesn't work in a month, I can change my plan. So in summary, it's about being intentional when we recognize ourselves having this kind of obsessive thinking. And it's about using strategies to shift ourselves away from the obsession and towards action. And it's about really recognizing that we have that power inside us to move away from the old ways that we did things, to move away from the old rabbit holes that we went down or the old itches that we like to scratch. And it's really, you know, that empowering belief that I can change this. I don't have to be stuck in the old patterns anymore. So I hope that this episode has given you lots of food for thought and really some insights into some of those behaviours we have as humans and how we can tackle them and how we as purpose-led business uh, CEOs and entrepreneurs have an extra impetus to do this because it can hold us back in our business if we don't. So I've really enjoyed going through this topic with you. As I said, it is really one of my favourites and it's something that we can really shift ourselves on quite quickly. 
The antidotes are relatively simple and very quick and effective in my experience. So until next time, I am looking forward to talking to you again on the next episode of Resign and Shine. And I thank you so much for listening. Bye.